need a couple more minutes with my thoughts and feelings, please. <laughs> no, okay. Good, we're recording. Let's go. Are we, are we recording? Yes, we are. Pump it up, pump up, okay. please, why? Uh, you guys don't know what it took for us to get to this point of recording. It has uh, been a struggle. At some point, Natalie will stop moving around her phone so that the audio can be normal. Sorry. I'm, like, yelling almost. Well, yell louder. <laughs> Wait, let me get... My... Oh, that was good. Is it fine now? Yeah. Okay, I'm on the right side of my face. Oh, interesting. Weird. Well, you'll just have to see me like this. That's okay. okay so, basically, this whole time, I'll have a close-up of Natalie's eye. <laughs> That's cool. That seems about right. Oh man, this is what happens when you don't podcast for like three months. Yeah, it's been it's been a hot minute. It's been a hot minute. Yes, I I was a little nervous because I think I forgot how to talk. Oh, yep, I forgot <laughs> the name of our podcast. So that happened. It it well, what's funny is that we are here. Well, I shouldn't even announce it yet. I was going to say, we have a movie today, but we're called Remember That One Show. Right. Our, our podcast name is Remember That One Show. For those yeah. of you who are waiting for us to figure that one out. Yes. Uh, I'm Monica. And I'm Natalie. Uh, and we're really bad at this. <laughs> we're getting Very. better, though. Very. Yeah. And so, Natalie, yeah, Well, wanna... usually, you know, we record together, and uh, that hasn't been possible yeah for a while so because of covid uh but we're working on it yeah right yeah we'll get better at this uh over time um i think our our number one goal is to get some more content out there yes Uh, so we'll work hard on getting more regular episodes out for you guys yeah, and so today, uh, like Natalie said, we're doing a movie instead of a show. Because we both realized we had not seen a cult classic titled Sixteen Candles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, before we start. Um, yeah, let's talk do, about what's been happening. Let's, let's, let's talk about what's happening in your life, in the world. Kinda yes. Do that. We know we're like two months behind on uh, or three months behind on episodes, so we did not uh, get the chance to um, give you guys some like resources back in June about the Black Lives Matter movement and like where we've been donating. So I, it's something we've been talking about in person, but like we haven't like I'm not really announced it on the podcast just because we didn't record anything. But yeah, it, uh, we want to put some info for you guys in the show notes about where we've been donating, where we can donate, where we wanted to donate. Yeah, and- I think uh, overall what's happening is not okay for either of us. And uh, we might not be experts, um, but we do agree that fundamentally that um, every human has the right to be respected uh, especially black people and transgender and so uh the atrocious things that are happening to both of those demographics is just unacceptable and so we are donating our money to help causes 
that are helping to move forward policies that uh, will make a change. Yes, exactly. Policies are a huge help to change policies. And I also think that if you guys have any suggestions about uh, shows or movies we should watch that um, include any black or indigenous or people of color, we would love to actually watch those. As And as I say this, I realize we're watching 16 Candles. Which, which is the like whitest The whitest movie, movie on earth. Uh, we'll get into that. There's yeah. just so much going on there. Um, but yeah, stay tuned and uh, just look through our, sh- our show notes. We'll gather some information for you guys. I know there's a ton out there, but, you know, it always helps to be reminded. Uh, it's something that we should constantly be reminded about, not just um, the first two weeks of a movement. Right. So, yeah. So... Yeah, Nat, uh, what have you and, been up to during our three-month hiatus? Um, you know, actually, like, I've been doing a lot of reading. Uh, more than, like, TV for some reason, because I think after a certain point, you're just like, I can't watch this show anymore. Or, like, I don't, I can't stare at the screen all day, you know? Yeah, I don't know, because my experience has been very different. <laughs> no, but, like, uh, there was just a certain point where I just, I couldn't. It comes in waves. Everything for me comes in waves these days. The trick is to find an emotionally riveting show that has a ton of seasons out there. Mine has been 600 Pound Life. Oh, my God. I cannot stop watching. Ugh. It's what just, is that on? It's on Hulu. I just I'm on season five at this point, and honestly, like season five. Yeah, no, because it's like I think that everybody loves to have like a holier than thou attitude, and they're like, how could somebody get to that weight, you know? But then, like the things they tell themselves are things I have said to myself a oh, lot. God. You know, like when you when you kind of like are trying to justify the fact that you're eating like poorly and not paying attention yeah. to your health like it, it's just it, i don't know it, the humanity of it <laughs> gets me um there was like a point in quarantine where i was like yeah i'm losing some weight and then that quickly disappeared and like i i it's the opposite now i just, see i did the opposite i like quarantine came and i was like let's settle in with some carbs and then uh, now I'm I'm moving more um, intentionally because I'm working from home permanently at this point um, yeah. until we get the all clear to go back, which likely isn't going to be till the end of the year. And yeah. I don't get like and- any of the movement that I did at work, right? So now I have to like be conscious about making sure I get up at regular intervals and like getting in steps um whereas i i wouldn't have normally counted steps and stuff but now i am as a way to help myself ensure i'm like actually moving around yeah yeah i just it's not even about like the number on the scale i just feel more sluggish which is not a great feeling um but it's understandable like i can't i can't blame myself for my pandemic actions <laughs> It's it's a, a weird time. Yeah. It's a weird time. Um, but 
uh, yeah, other than that, just just trying not to go insane. I don't know. I, uh, I, the, the beginning of quarantine, I took on a bunch of hobbies and got way overwhelmed because I was going to be hashtag a beautiful butterfly that comes out of her cocoon <laughs> at the end of quarantine. Um, and then I got so overwhelmed and stressed out that I quit all of them. Like I just stopped. <laughs> and so now oh, yeah. all I do is like wake up, work, and then watch some stupid shows. Right. And like so like at I- one point. I was, like, puzzling and doing crosswords and doing, like, beading and trying to paint. Yep. Yep. Um, Yeah. Yeah, and so I think I may have, like, I've tipped too much in the other direction, so I need to reintroduce (laughs) a couple hobbies. Um, So we'll see. One by one. I was like, yeah, I'm going to finally learn how to skateboard. I'm going to get a bike. And none of those things happened. One, because, like, all the bikes are sold out. Two, I just don't. I just don't think I can do the balancing of of a skateboard that the skateboard requires. Nope. I just can't. I can't. I don't know. I attempted to get on one one time, ate it, and we'll never try again. <laughs> so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Should we jump Am- right in? Are yeah, we, sure. Ah, are, are we recording a podcast? Or do, should we keep talking okay. about ourselves? Can you hear me okay like this? This is okay? Yeah, that's great. Okay. So, okay. All right. Um. So, uh, do you want to explain how you chose this movie? I forget. We were talking about something. Yeah, we, I was sitting, I was outside of your apartment. Yes, we were social distanced apart. Yes. Uh, and uh, you were like, I let's do 16 Candles. I haven't seen that. And I think that's how it happened. Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> Riveting story, man. story. Yeah, no. I, so um, basically, I've, like, heard, people reference 16 Candles a lot. All the and time. M- Molly Ringwald. Um, and we were watching a really dumb slash favorite movie of all time, maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah. and she's, she plays the mom in it, and that reminded me of 16 Candles, so we, we both realized we hadn't seen it, so we're like, maybe we should watch it, cause like, what, what's this all about? And yeah. we did. Uh, uh, do people, like, like Molly Ringwald? I never really paid attention to her. I don't know the people swing one way or the other. I... I only know her at, well, okay, I know her from the John, all the John Hughes movies she's in, but I don't, I never was, like, a fan. I was just like, oh, okay, she's, there she is. And, like, in her adult roles, I'm like, she's kind of an awkward actor, right? Yeah, in the adult roles, for sure, but, like, I I think maybe she, she got, like, in my mind, she will always be the character that she was in The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Where she was, like, they thought she was a snoot or whatever, and her yeah. talent was that she could put on lipstick or whatever. Yeah, I think that's the first film we saw her in. So like, and actually, that yeah. kid from the Breakfast Club—I forgot his name—was in this. He's one. A, yeah, he was in in Sixteen Candles. Yes. Um, so clearly, they were like the popular uh, high school age style actor. Yeah. At that time, but yeah, yeah. So. We open to a ridiculous alarm going off, and all the kids are waking up in this house, and we meet Mike, Molly, or, not Molly, her name is not Molly in the movie, 
Bam. <laughs> Bam. Samantha. Plays Samantha and her little brother Mike trying to hit her little sister. Um, and they get they like bicker about it, and then her older sister, who's a bride, wakes up and she rushes into the bathroom. And her dad's like in the middle of brushing his teeth, and she kicks him out, and then he like knocks. And when she opens the door, did you notice that she has like a mirror attached to herself? Oh no! Yeah, that she, was? yeah, she has like a circular, like one of those like circular mirrors that like zooms in or whatever magnifies on your yeah. face. Well, like, but it's a atta- it was attached to something that went around her neck. Oh, I found that very yeah. hilarious. Could not stop laughing at that. It was the most ridiculous. Wait, thing. why would she do that? So that it's like right in front of her, but she doesn't have to hold it. So she has both hands. Like oh, I see. Okay. Or put yeah. on makeup. Yeah. So, so her sister is getting married. Yeah, and we open up the movie to her, her like little brother Mike making a comment about the bride having her period and that making it an interesting wedding night. And the dad's like, where did you learn that? He goes, from school. And he's like, oh, I'm glad I'm glad to hear you're, like, getting a good education. Like, proud that he, this is what he's learning from school. Oh, I don't understand. The brother again. What's with the creepy little brothers? Uh, I'm just going to, like, throw this out there that, like, the s- sexism and... <laughs> Oh, every ism the you can racism, think of is just so awful. And their exchange student, we'll get into that, yeah. but everything was bad. Like, there's ones that, like, you cringe and you're like, ooh, 80s. And then there's but, this. It was just constant. Like Yes, it was constant. Yes. Oh my god, it just wouldn't end. I was like, is this, is this like a commentary on the 80s? Or did, the, did this, was this just normal to them? I, I, don't I don't know. know. It I was know. weird. It, it was, was weird. Uh, Terrible. And then we finally meet Sam, right? Yes. Uh, and she's, like, really upset because she's woken up. It's her 16th birthday, and she looks the same. And she's talking to her friend, and she's like, I was just hoping that my improved mental state would show on my face. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> like, isn't that, like, the life goal? When you're always, yeah. when you're like feeling better and you're like, people must notice. I'm so calm. I'm so, yeah, you know, with it. <laughs> yeah. So basically, this whole movie is like her uh, realizing her family forgot her 16th birthday. Yes. Uh, which I thought was just a joke. I thought eventually someone would remember. Am yeah. I spoiling it? I don't think so. I mean, no. that's the point of the movie. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Sorry to our viewers who are upset that we're spoiling a movie that came out in 1984. So sorry. You never know. There could be other people out there like us like that us. did not see it, and now they're just devastated. Um, but no, they forget her birthday, which is kind of sad. But like the sister's getting married, so they were just all distracted. Yeah. Okay. But, so she goes downstairs. All right. I just I like noticed really like small things in this movie that made me laugh. Uh, so uh, Mike is doing something stupid, and his dad says, "Don't be a smartass," and he retorts, "Okay, I'll be a dumbass then." <laughs> I say that. That was great. Oh, I, I really good. enjoy that. But then, like, we run into the mom, and she forgets. And then Molly Ringwald, like, she swears, which was funny to me because I was a little surprised 
for a movie in the 80s to have a high schooler swear. Like, if it was yeah. going to be PG, like, I wonder what the rating of this movie was at the time. Because I assume the 80s movies were a little more, like, cookie cutter yeah, about there's that also, stuff. there is nudity in this movie. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Which, I was shocked. And a lot of sexual, like, innuendos yeah. and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't expecting that for a teen movie from the 80s. Then again, I don't watch many 80s movies because I just do not find them to be good. <laughs> Yeah, there's I a, don't know. there's a what I can only describe as a chalkiness <laughs> that uh, affects my brain. Yeah. But anyway, so then we she's like really upset they forgot her birthday, and then we cut to a long line of kids at school, and you just see their shoes. So it's like the classic like '80s cut where it's like all their shoes, and you see like a bunch yeah. of like Converse. There's like a green Converse, which I love. Um, and it's funny because, like, it's just, like, all these snippets of, like, kids and, like, the fashion and stuff. So that one was really cool because some of that stuff is coming back right now, so. Yeah. And then you see, like, all the girls are, like, combing their big hair in the bathroom. And I'm like, man, I should have been born in the 80s. Uh, yeah. I loved it. Uh, and so much denim. Just so de- much. Denim for days. Denim all day. And then she. Can't say I'm a fan of 80s hair. I don't know why. It's just like a, a blowout that's fuzzy, which is actually what our natural hair looks like. <laughs> so maybe it's not a blowout. <laughs> I don't maybe know. Maybe not. I don't maybe know. that's why we hate it, because it's our yeah. natural hair. We're like, oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, okay, then what happens? I uh, so she's sitting in class, and I actually, I, I don't know how she came about this note that she has to write answers down on. Oh, okay, yeah, so she's sitting in her class, and she mentions it later, like, when she gets out of the class, but she was um, asked to take a sex test for one of her friends for her friend's childhood development class. And it's basically these, but you don't know that when she gets this paper. She's just answering these, like, weird questions on, like, lined paper. Yeah. Yeah. and so it's all like, have you done it? She writes, I don't think so. Which, by the way, uh, you <laughs> would know. Like, you should... I don't if you're not sure, so. then something shady has happened to you. Um, so, <laughs> you know, you should know. And then it's like, what's your? who would you do it with? And she writes, Jake, Ryan. And I'm like, oh, God, another dude with two first names. Um, <laughs> and I kept thinking of that show, Jack Ryan, with the guy with uh, uh, the guy from The Office. Jack Ryan? You know I'm oh. bad with names. Oh, like the, like, the, like... With Jim from The Office. one? Like, the, where he's, show. like, a spy or something? Yeah, something like that. Oh, boy. So that's I did off. not think of that. Um, but okay, I was very disturbed that Molly Ringwald's penmanship was so bad. Come on, so bad. You're you're a sophomore. You can write better than that. Yeah. Anyway, um, so she writes like all these things, and then she goes to like pass it to her friend behind her, and she doesn't realize that her friend Randy has fallen asleep, and so she like she like yawns with her hand and you know she drops it it's like the the typical high school like no passing like trying to be cool but it's super obvious what you're doing uh and the paper falls on the ground but she doesn't realize that jake stole it he gets he grabs it with his foot right because your friend's asleep and she didn't notice 
and he reads he reads it yeah I didn't, we don't see him reading it but obviously he reads it yeah and then what is do they like cut to the gym or it's like him and his well, friend well first you like you get a couple scenes at this up to this point with like her talking to her friend randy which by the way her friend randy is such a debbie downer <laughs> she's like it's fine everything's fine but then like you see jake talking to his friend who looks like a 40 year old man oh my god yeah <laughs> Like the age like, look, the distinction so crazy. that they put between grades was insane. Right, like like the the seniors look like they're like running corporations. Right, right. <laughs> In Jersey Shore, I don't so know. he's they're supposed to be seniors. Is that what it is? Right. And she he, yeah. and Jake goes like, "What do you think of Sam?" And and he's like, "I don't think of her." And then it's like. I think yeah. it's kind of cool the way she's always looking at me. <laughs> and the other guy's like, Jake, she's a child. And then they, they talk about, like, she doesn't look like she'd be down to party. And then Jake's like, maybe I'm more interested than a party. And, <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was like, so basically, Jake has, like, knows that Sam likes her him. And then his reasoning for going after her is like, well, she seems interested in me. And look at how obsessed she is with me. So, right. oh, he basically just likes how obsessed she is with him. Right. Crazy. Otherwise, he would not even have noticed her. Yeah, at all. Yeah. And then we meet, like, really awkwardly, we meet Carolyn. Because they reference her as Jake's girlfriend. And then they cut to her butt naked in the, in the shower. It, it, it was so, like, jarring. Yeah, like, it was like in the gym shower. They're just like coming from a gym scene to like the girls like in gym class, and then it cut to that really quickly. I was like, "Whoa, what? Like, yeah. am I still watching this movie?" So was- this movie definitely like had disjointed things because like Jake stole yes. the paper, and you're led to believe that he read it, but it then like has no impact on the rest of the movie. Like, no. you know what I mean? There's and- so many weird things like that. That there's pacing issues, the <laughs> plot. Yeah. The plot, I was like, I know we'll get into it, but I just have to say, like, there's hardly any scenes with Samantha and Jake together. Right, right. It's so, <laughs> it's so bizarre. It is very bizarre. There's more scenes with, like, the kid that's obsessed with Samantha. His name's Ted. And Jake, Ted. Ted and Jake yeah. than with Samantha and Jake, which I actually liked that Ted yeah. and Jake, like, were bonding, but... Ugh, I hated everything about it. No. <laughs> So yeah, sorry. they weren't bonding in a good way. Yeah. It was a bad, but I'm like, rarely do you see, like, the high school senior helping out, like, the high school freshman. Yeah, okay, um, yeah, that one moment, I'll give you. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> okay. But, but other than that, I, it, none of it made sense. No. <laughs> it just it did not, that, that's what it is, it just did not make sense. Oh, like, they, they severely, like, Overdeveloped certain parts and then grossly right. underdeveloped some. Like you know that classic scene at the end of the, I'm just already skipping to the end of the movie. Yeah, but where there's like, like over the cake. that classic scene with the candles, the yeah. sixteen candles. I'm, I always thought there was a bigger build up to that. No, no, it's like no. <laughs> it just none of it makes sense. I just I that's don't know his what first date move. Sense. That. See, this is first date move. Yeah. It was, oh, God. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just go back. So Sam and her friend go, they, like, get on a, on the bus to go home. And it's basically like a whole band is in there. It's like, 
I mean, it almost looks like they're on a bus with seventh graders or right. something. I rode the bus in my freshman year of high school, and it was pretty quiet. Like, everyone yeah, was just kind of dead, and no one talked. Yeah. And there weren't that many people because anyone who was cooler got rides from their <laughs> friends. I just wasn't cool enough yet. Yeah. Sophomore year, I yet. met people who could drive. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, so, so then we meet oh. Ted. Who's yeah. in love with Sam. And he just, yeah. like, kind of, like, pins her into the seat and, like, grossly hits on her. It's disgusting. While there's this girl next it's to disgusting. him and the, across the aisle who in, in a neck brace. Okay. And my question is, like, why is there always someone is? in a neck brace? Do you know who that she girl seen, is? She's so familiar. Okay, let me tell you. Yes. This is Joan Cusack, who apparently is siblings with John Cusack, who was in this movie. Okay. And he, she is the principal. I know she's in a lot of things, but I know her mainly from being the principal in the School of Rock. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Okay. And wait. Yeah. All right. Well, we should look go over that at the end. We'll go. We'll look her up at yeah. the end. Um. But her, her, the whole point of her in this movie, she didn't have one line. She just tried to drink beverages with a neck brace the whole time. Right. So, yeah, I was just going to say, like, why is there always someone with a neck brace in the 80s movies? Like, and how many people yeah. really did have neck braces? Was like, that, like, a normal thing? Why was that a thing? I don't know. Or, like, the head, the headgear. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what was going on there, but... Anyway, this kid, Ted, just... He's just disgusting, but honestly, <laughs> sometimes he says things that are... Like, okay. there's, like, little nuggets of gold yes. under piles of total shit. Yes, yes, that's like, exactly like, what he's I He's, like, completely sexist. It's, like, a little disturbing how, like, he's, like, pressing himself against this girl. But he did say, like, when he was sitting next to her, he's like, I'm getting an input here that I'm reading as relatively hostile. <laughs> I thought that was funny. Um... And then afterwards, when she, like, completely <clears throat> shuts him down, he looks at the girl in the neck brace and goes, encouraging. And I'm like, no, no, no. That's no. a woman saying no. no. And you're like, encouraging. Ugh, yeah. rape culture is real. <laughs> I just, I can't. I can't. I was so... It starts at a young age. Yes. He was... Ugh, punch him, Molly Ringwald. Punch him. Just break character and punch this kid. I tried to see what he... Well, this is... A, uh, I keep skipping ahead. I just Googled... I, while I watched the movie, I Googled him. Well, and no, he looks completely different as Okay, but we'll person. talk about it later. The fan segment. <laughs> Sorry. It's been a while. I just keep jumping around. Oh, my gosh. Get it together. Um, We're not there yet. Okay, so, so then, then she gets home, right? She gets home. Her All of her grandparents are in town. <laughs> so One great. of her grandparents is hosting a Chinese foreign exchange student. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other set of grandparents just seem, uh, I don't know. They seem a little more, let's head to the golf game. I'm going to cut this out. I don't know what I'm saying. No, like, they clearly have people who do stuff for them. Like, like that grandma, for instance, can't, like, be bothered to ruin her nails, so she, like, won't cook the breakfast. She just opens the donut box, right? Like, whereas the other one is clearly, like, what you imagine as a grandma you right. know cooking up breakfast and, yeah. the, and and that grandma seems like more conservative too right the one that is yeah. hosting the um foreign exchange student whose name is long duck dong yes uh 
Yes. Every I cannot get over what they did in this movie with this exchange student. He was an unnecessary character, really. And, and anytime they mentioned him or he showed up on screen, they played like that stereotypical like gong noise. Yeah, they were it like, was "Here's some insane. Asian music that we." It was some ridiculous, white person and they would not stop. Yeah, I wrote my notes stop. in all caps. This makes me cringe, and I'm uncomfortable. <laughs> I just, I hated it. I hated it. Yeah. I just don't. Uh, want, I don't want to talk about Long Neck Dong. <laughs> I just don't want to because I think. You and like the person that he meets later on. Uh, we, yeah. Know. It's uh, just all so it's weird. It's all bad. It's all bad. But another really annoying thing is that Samantha never once asked anybody like, guys, like, do you realize it's my birthday? <clears throat> yeah, like, she, so I, she's sulking. She's like, she's just sulking, forgot. but she never says anything. I'm like, dude, I would absolutely be like, hello. Uh, did you guys forget my birthday? <laughs> well, her friend <laughs> tells her she's like, uh, you know, wait, what? She goes, why don't you remind them? They'll have such a massive guilt trip. It'll, it will be profitable. <laughs> you know, oh, but yeah, she's like, no, what... no. But anyway, uh, I don't know. Oh. Just, 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 nothing adds up. Can we go, can we skip to the part where she, we, like, meet the sister? <laughs> the sister. Her younger sister? Yes. No, her no, older sister even... that's getting married. Oh, her older sister. Oh. Her... Yeah. She's I... so funny to me. She's, like, <laughs> she just speaks in this super affected manner. Yeah. And she's, like... Clearly, everything is about her. And the things she says, like, she was like, I've had men who've loved me before, but not for six months in a row. I wonder how old she's supposed to be. I don't know. Because she's, like, she's the one getting married. She's yeah. marrying, like, the, maybe the son of an Italian mafia member. I don't know. <laughs> and if her siblings are that young, she must not be that old. Yeah, I don't know. But she she made me laugh because she was just super stupid. <laughs> and then yeah. what happens to her at the wedding is just great. Oh my god. Just great. Uh, okay, can't wait till we get there. Anyway, yeah. cut to the dance. <laughs> yeah, there's a school dance. Okay, so it might seem like uh, we're being really choppy in our description of this movie, but, but this the movie is... actually goes this way. It's like, and right, then they're at a dance. Like, it's just... Ugh. Yeah. So... They go to a dance and like Ted is on the nerd wall and he's like talking up a big game about how like he's gonna get Sam and Ted is like the, the nerd and and all of his friends are like, No, you can so they do some bet and he goes he bets floppy disks, which really made me laugh. because uh, I remember when we had floppy disks and then you would like save important things twice on two different floppy disks because they kept oh breaking. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> floppy disks. I loved when I had like a little like uh, the clear floppy disks with yeah, the color. Yeah, yeah, that was like <laughs> advanced. Nineties, eighties, and nineties. Well, oh, I, we weren't alive in the eighties. We weren't alive in the eighties, but floppy disks were a thing in the eighties too. Yeah. So, so lots, a lot happens at this dance. Yeah. This is where Jake actually smiles at Samantha for the first time ever. 
and, and she, she just like freezes up and just walks away. That was the most realistic thing. Okay, I know. If the most popular senior at school smiled at me, I would have been like, I'd be like, what? I would just and, not notice it because I assume it was for someone else. And it's so funny that he thinks that she like hates him because of all her weird weird reactions to him when really it's just her being awkward. Yeah. Like yeah. I love that he's the one that thinks he's doing everything wrong. He's super really, insecure. Yeah, yeah. Which I'm like, really? Jake that's, Ryan. Yeah, that, that's not really I don't know. It's just funny. It's weird. Yeah. Every again, the plot didn't, didn't make sense. Like people's yep. reactions to things didn't make sense. I just <laughs> I just and the amount of times I've heard people raving about this movie, I I don't I don't get it. It makes me question everyone who's ever raved about it. I'm not gonna <laughs> I'm like mm, you might have something wrong with you. Oh man. But sorry, I'm getting ahead of myself again. Um so Jake sees Samantha dancing with Ted. Because Ted again, forcefully grabbed her and forced right. her onto the dance floor, but even though again, she didn't want to. Again, we don't see Jake looking at them. We find out after the fact that he saw them. Right. And that's the problem with this movie. Nothing, like... Nothing actually know. happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> it's so bad. Anyway. Uh, so, and then Samantha runs off. Uh, and Jake pulls the nerd aside and he pulls Ted aside and he goes he asks him about her and Ted just assumes he's about to get beat up and he's like I'm sorry for whatever it is I did (laughs) immediately which made me a little sad for him but he had just I don't know forced a woman onto a dance floor that didn't want to be there so it was not on his side I didn't find him cute or charming at all I found him very abrasive and very untoward yeah, there was potential, but they just didn't go there. Yes. Um, and so then Sam ends up, like Sam goes to the auto shop and hides, and Ted follows her like the creep that he is. And there is just one one second where it seems nice and pure, where he's just staring at her like lovingly, like. Oh, like, and you just get a little glimpse of something, but then it all just disappears. Right, because he knocks over a, a whole shelf. <laughs> yeah. And then he goes yep. and he sits next to her, and Sam opens up that, like, her family completely forgot his, her birthday, and he tries to, like, sing to her to make her feel better, and she's like, please stop, which I was on board. <laughs> Shut that down. Um, and then Ted's like, will will it make you feel better if I tell you a secret of mine? And his secret was that he's never bagged a babe. (laughs) And she laughs like she's shocked, but honestly, Uh, I was like, uh, yeah, I could see that. He looks like a child. I could see, I could, I didn't think you ever had. (laughs) Right. Was she laughing? She was laughing because she was shocked. I just thought she was laughing because it was a stupid thing to admit. But, and then he tries to mount her. (laughs) Right, point. Yeah, no, so he does it once, and then she, like, pushes him off, and but then she immediately says it's okay, and then he does it again. And so I would just like to pause for a moment and be like, this is a lesson. Don't say it's okay when it's not okay. 
identify the misbehavior or they're going to keep doing it. First of all, it's messed up yes. that we ha- like women have yes. to tell men, don't exactly. try to mount me randomly. Right. Like, that's stupid. Uh, but don't act like it's okay because they're going to keep doing it. Right. I wrote Ted is the king of the dipshits because he called himself the king of the dipshits. Oh, did he? <laughs> yes. So at yeah, least he, he really self-identifies. Uh, there's just nothing redeeming about his character. Uh, except, I, okay, so next he tells Samantha uh, that Jake actually asked about her. Right. Which I do find it nice that he's trying to help her now, like, yeah. with Jake, and help Jake with her. It's that, But that, again, that also seemed very random and out of character for him. Right. It, it, it just didn't make, no, again, just didn't make sense. Nope, nope. And then, so he tells her this information. She's going to run off, but then he goes, hey, before you go, he tells her that he made this bet with his friends that he would be able to sleep with Sam. And she was like, oh, and then he goes, but I, there's a way if, like, you you have to give me your underpants for 10 minutes and then, like, it'll be fine. And so she does it, which is so dumb. Yeah. Anyway. And then we cut to Jake dancing with his girlfriend and she goes, I fantasize that she's like, I love it when your your parents are out of town and we're at your house because I fantasize I'm your wife and we're the richest people around. (laughs) And and then they kind of get like fussy with each other and she's like, just remember one thing. I can name 20 guys who would kill to love me. And I'm like, oh boy. Mm, Okay. Okay, move on. And... He's like, is that a threat? She's like, no, no, don't damn me. <laughs> yeah, and and um, I don't know when he asks Ted. Wait, did we already talk about that? How Jake asks Ted about Samantha? Yeah, we did. Yeah. Um, God, just everything Ted says makes me cringe. I know. I know. <sighs> um, sorry, I'm getting like a brain freeze. Um, well, so after that, like, Jake goes to, like, uh, Jake's girlfriend is like, let's go, because they're, like, throwing it after party at his house. Yeah. And um, Jake goes oh, to, yeah, like, get their coats. Oh, yeah, I didn't realize that was his house that they were trashing. Yeah. So they, like, <clears throat> go to get, like, coats, and Jake goes to pick up theirs, and then he turns around, and Sam's right there. So they just stare straight at each other and don't say anything, and Sam runs away again. <laughs> I love it. Oh, no, wait, doesn't he say something to her? No, he just smiles. He, like, starts to say something, and then she just runs. I thought I saw him, like, say, open his mouth and say something, and then she just, like, ran away. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. I didn't... And then... Oh, like, God, it just... Like, it... There's so much you could have done there. You could have been like, hey, it's actually, no. <laughs> It's quite realistic. Like, I, I feel like I wouldn't have ever spoken to him, but... Again, I just feel like there's been, there should have been some sort of interaction before the whole, like, whatever, what happens at the end that we'll get into where he, like, tries to find her. I it just, yeah. I don't know. It's so weird. I'm just so baffled by it all. I hate this <laughs> On the movie. one hand, it's very realistic. On the other hand, it doesn't make sense. Ugh. I know, because, like, then there's, like, all these troubling things that happen at the party. Yeah. Yeah. So then go, uh, I don't want to talk about this movie. 
where do I start? Where I don't do I know. Okay, we're gonna speed through it because I don't really care. I don't. <laughs> Basically, uh... the pan to Jake's house. There's an after party, and um, at the dance, Jake's girlfriend Carolyn says like, "Oh, it's only gonna be a small because I know that Jake doesn't like it when there's tons of people at his house." But you get to his house and it's like a ton of people and they're all destroying his house and jake is sulking in his room looking through his yearbook trying to find sam's picture and apparently her phone number is available which (laughs) what but um he so jake is in his room during the party calling sam's line but because the wedding is tomorrow her grandparents are living are sleeping in her room so her grandma keeps picking up um And he, like, instantly gets mad that no one's answering, and he goes, eat me, which is crazy. Like, Oh, I missed that. Calm down. And then, at the same time, um, the, the, Ted and his two friends show up to the party, and they, like, accidentally knock over a beer tower, and, like, these two guys get really upset, and then, um... His, we pan back to Jake, right? So there's a bunch of panning back and forth. Yeah. And he's calling Sam again. Uh, and his girlfriend shows up to his room drunk. She's super drunk, by the way. And he closes the door on her and tells her to leave him alone. But her hair gets caught in the door. So now she's just sitting on the ground with her hair caught in the door. While her boyfriend is inside his room c- calling Sam's grandma, basically. On accident. <laughs> Uh, and then her two, his girlfriend's friends, her two friends, show up with the largest scissors, and they're super drunk, and they cut off a huge chunk of her hair, because it was stuck oh in the door. God. There's a whole thing that's happening with Long Duck Dung, which I will not talk about, because it was just <laughs> stupid. <laughs> just can't. And cut but, to the party being over. <laughs> and, and, okay, so, but the... Grandma and the grandpa basically tell Jake, they were just like, whoever you are, like, leave Sam alone or something like that. Mm-hmm. Something that would have made me assume that Jake would have been, would have given up. But really, again, he was like, oh, man, I messed it up again. Like, he just felt, he just kept thinking he was messing all these things up. When I feel like movies today, uh, the guy would just be like, okay, I, I, I'm not going to deal with that. It was just... It was a very interesting reaction that he had to all these things that, yeah. I don't know if that makes sense. No, that makes sense. I was personally very upset by the weight that one of the partygoers dropped through the floor. Um, it was the girl, the long duck dong. I know, I just didn't want to talk about it. And it just destroyed the whole house. It, like, fell through the floor into the wine cellar. <laughs> and then the a kid looks down in the hole, and it's like, I thought for sure it was going to be, like, the, the whole moment where, like, a high schooler finds the parents' booze, and then the party gets even crazier. But instead, oh, yeah. it cuts to the party being over. And yeah. everybody goes home. And then Jake okay, the comes out of his room. the most disturbing part was yes. how Jake, you know, he sees all the mess in the house. He sits down on the couch. He sees an eyeball in the in coffee the table, table. The coffee table. Which, which is all glass. Which is square glass. <laughs> yeah, it's square glass and box. Ted is in this in coffee this... table. Yeah, so someone so has shoved it in. That was... Terrifying. That was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> oh it was my ridiculous. God. And it scared me. Like, that really scared me. 
Um, so then they have this bonding moment where they're just talking about Sam. But first, no, first we cut to oh. Sam's house. And Sam's asleep on our couch and her dad wakes her up because he remembers it's her birthday. And he feels oh, really yes, bad. And then she's like, he's like, oh, but it seems like you're upset about something else. And she goes, he goes, don't worry, we're all upset that Jenny is marrying a bohunk. <laughs> and Sam's like, no, that's not what it is. So Sam isn't upset anymore that they didn't remember her birthday. And she also isn't upset that her her sister's making basically the biggest mistake of her life. Um, well, she, she tells her dad about Jake. And she's like, he's a senior and I like him a lot, but he doesn't even know that I'm alive. And then the dad line, if it's any consolation, I love you. I love it. I can see my dad say that. I really like the dad. He's very nice. And then he's like, you know, I worry about Jenny sometimes. Like, when you're given things kind of easily, you don't appreciate them. So I don't really worry about you. You'll be fine. So basically he's saying, like, well, everybody loved your sister. And that's why she's, like, totally messing up her life. Yeah. And uh, no one really loves you. And so it's going to be hard. And so I don't worry because once it works, it'll work for you. (laughs) That's what I drew out of that. And then we cut to Ted and Jake becoming friends. Ted is like making a dry martini. <laughs> and, oh, is he really? Yeah, it was great. And then, then they just Ted basically tells he he goes well. Not many girls in the contemporary USA would give a nerd like me underwear. So he tells Jake that he has Sam's panties, and then the Ew. trade of all trades happens. Where Jake's like, well, Carolyn's passed out in my bedroom. Why don't you take her home? She won't know it's not me. If you give wait, me her, your, her panties, if you give me Sam's panties. I thought I thought that they just literally meant you can, like, to drive her home to her house to drop her off. No, he says she literally won't know that it's me. So, basically, he's like, whatever happens, happens. Oh, right? my God. I and, was hoping that that's not what they meant. Oh, no, but- it is. It is. Oh God! And then what? Jake, like Ted's, like, well, I can't drive. I don't have a license. I don't have a car. And so basically, Jake gives Ted the keys to his dad's Rolls Royce, puts Carolyn in the car next to him, and then Carolyn wakes up and she looks at Ted and is like, "Who's this?" And Jake goes, "That's me." And then she looks at, at Jake and she's like, "Who's this?" And he goes, "That's him." Like, she's so drunk, she can't, she doesn't even know who's who. And then he's like, good luck, have fun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's but awful. But then at the end, like, I thought, I didn't think that's what they meant, because at the end, he was kind of shocked to see them together. Or maybe he was shocked to still, to see them they were still together. Together. Yeah. Together. And she's, like, okay. cr- oh, she's so very awesome. drunk. So Yeah. yeah. He, but he, he, he goes to his friend's house and asks if they have film in their camera. Because he wants to get a picture of him in the Rolls Royce with Carolyn. Because Carolyn's, like, passed out at this point. Because she's so drunk. And I'm like, they're gonna take pictures of a drunk girl. Like, this is terrible. But luckily the picture only catches the top corner of Ted's head. But still. <sighs> I just don't... I don't even know what to say anymore. It's just, like, how how is this a movie that everyone has, like, loved and, like, worshipped? I, I don't I, get it. I, I, I don't get I don't get it at all. 
It's like, oh, it's great if you can ignore, like, of the hour and 30 minutes, the hour and 20 minutes of sexism and, side note, racism, because they definitely make a racist joke joke in the beginning, and the whole Long Duck Dong story arc. Like, ugh. Uh, I wonder if, I don't know if this is all, how all of, like, John Hughes rom-coms are. I don't think so. I've watched a couple of them, but this is the one that really made me cringe. And I, I don't, I just said, I don't remember the other ones, but I think there's just, uh, was this like his first film? There's just so much that, uh, I can't, I can't even form sentences about it. it I'm just so perplexed by the, the uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. It was only 90 minutes, but it was yeah, a rough no, it 90 It was minutes. a rough 90 minutes. <laughs> uh, I wanted to see what your reaction was. Cause like about like. 20 minutes in, I was like, no, this is rough. I'm pretty sure I sent you a text that said, oh boy. Um, yeah, and I was like, yep. And I was like, I, I want to see if I'm that. just like seeing felt. it through this lens, but it's just so blatant. It's like, yeah. okay. So then next day comes, right? So we made it through one day in this film. Ugh. I do like a film that takes place in one day slash night. There's something yeah, not that I like fair. this film. But other films that do this, I like that. Uh, right. And I wonder if this is where it all came from. But I doubt it. This is only from the 80s. It's not like it's... Yeah. I don't know. Um, sorry, what were you saying? Well, I was just saying, like, the next day is the day of the wedding. And so her mom... Sam's mom is, like, super sad because she realizes she didn't remember her daughter's birthday. And it's fine. And a bunch of stuff happens at the beginning that's, like, really not important at all but uh the dad does make a reference that he paid seven grand for the wedding and i was like that's pretty good <laughs> like, that's a steal steal oh my god uh but his the bride jenny she got her period which like why is that like why is the world ending because you got your period like, calm down. <laughs> but she took four muscle relaxes and so she is just jesus Bananas high right now. Just bananas high. Which was really actually funny because she kept like falling over. They were like, oh, it was terrible. It was like what you would not want to happen at your wedding. Yeah. Um, And then we cut to like Ted and Carolyn wake up like parked right across the street from this, this church where the wedding is taking place. And she, like, looks at Ted, and she's like, did, or Ted asks, he's like, did we? And she goes, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And then. How does Ted not know? Carolyn, yeah, and Carolyn has this weird feeling that she did enjoy having sex with Ted. And, like, it's like, Ted, you weren't, if you don't know, you should not have been driving that car. Yeah, what? Oh, oh. (laughs) But then, like, it's okay that you maybe took advantage of her, right? Because Because she sort of liked it. And then they kiss. I'm like, oh. So, it just... My brain. I can't. Oh, this is not a funny episode. It's just so bad. Everything. Not... I can't think of a good thing. I can't think of one good thing. Yeah, what was one good thing? Her hat. She wore a poor hat one time. One good thing, her hat. Sometimes Jake was nice. But even him. So Jake like drives by while the kiss is happening. The bar is so low. Sometimes Jake was nice. I know. Uh, yeah. So then they her hit 
Jake and Carolyn break up. Right, because she drove by. But they break up very nicely. Like, like, yeah, they did like, it really nicely. Yeah. But, uh, uh. They yeah, say so neither that, one of us is going to die if this doesn't happen for us. <laughs> yeah. And then uh-huh. Sam, like, they, she, like, helps with her sister's ceremony or whatever. She, like, went back to go pick up her veil. She comes out and realizes everybody's leaving. Um, and then she, everyone clears out, and there's Jake against his red car. Like oh, yeah, because Jake goes I'd be to like, her what house. Doing here? But Jake goes to her house before that. Yeah, and... he's skipping it because she, he interacts with Dawn. <laughs> But he thinks he thinks that she's the one getting married. Right, because uh, Long Duck Dog is like, yeah, she's getting married right now. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, what? <laughs> and yeah. even that, it's like he like says, what? For a second. And then he like goes and he's like, oh, hey, you're not getting married. Like, it's just yeah. plot hole. Why even include that? And then... But so, basically, this is the first conversation that Jake and Samantha have at the church. Yeah, and she, he's like, well, Outside are you church. going to the reception now? And she's like, yeah. And then he's like, can I call you later? And she's like, no. And he goes, no, I can't call you later. And she's like, no, I'm going to skip my sister's reception. Side note, you're going to skip your sister's <laughs> wedding reception? For, for, At uh, least, like, bring him along. Yeah, be like, you, you want to come, like this wedding I don't and then yeah. she's getting she decides to go get in this car and she as she's going she's like pointing to him to her and she's like sees her dad she's like this is the boy and he's like yay my daughter found love and then he's like good choice right. he's got a nice car and then cut to them sitting on the dining room table at Jake's house with a candle the, the iconic image with a cake with the candles lit between them and then she's like thank you for the cake and he's like he says thank you for something she's like thank you for getting my panties back from ted and he says thank you for something i don't even remember what he says and then she thank you for being here yeah he's like make a wish she's like it already came true and then they kiss (laughs) over the cake but they have to lean about 10 feet in. I know. I'm like, you got, you got cake on your pants. <laughs> <laughs> you ruined the cake. Oh, man. I just... And that's the movie. It's <laughs> just... <laughs> this is the first time we've had such a strong reaction to something. Yeah. Do we rate it now, or do we talk about other things? Let's... Oh, I don't remember. Uh... Let's rate it. Okay. <laughs> All right, wait. I got to write this down. Hang on. You're going to write our ratings down? I'm writing my rating down so I can oh. reveal it to you. Oh. <laughs> on camera. All right. You want to go first? Or is it my turn to go first? Um, oh, man. I already had a low rating in mind for this, but now that we've talked about discussed it, it I, uh, Just I won't. <laughs> go for it. What? I won't. Okay. I won't. I'll... <laughs> I won't give it a zero. <laughs> Why, Natalie? Why won't you give it a zero? Because <laughs> a zero in my mind equals we didn't watch it. So I have no. To- that cannot be. <laughs> that means that every movie we haven't watched is a zero, Nat. I mean, uh, I don't know. Fine, I'm just giving it a zero. <laughs> Okay, maybe okay. I wrote a zero too, but I get. What oh, you, nice! I get what you're saying, though. Maybe it has to be a one because we still made it through the end of the movie. Right, right, like, like zero is non-existent. Zero is so like when you be... you start watching it and you just 
it's so bad you just can't. You like yeah yeah. I had to clean while I was watching it. I was like I can't sit. I have to do something. I'm so uncomfortable. It was terrible. <laughs> it was just. Uh, so let's give it a one. Yeah. Let's give it a one. Can we do like a point five? Yes. Two, that Perfect. makes me feel better. I just I don't even feel comfortable with giving it a one. I don't want to be complicitly involved with rape culture and some extreme exactly. misunderstanding of like everything. Everything. Oh, exactly. I can't even. I can't even. Uh, yep. Jesus. This was rough. This was a rough comeback I... episode. <laughs> but anyway. And almost, it's like we deserved it. For yeah, it was like punishment that we waited long. so long. <laughs> it's like, you know what? You're going to watch a real crapper. And you yeah. know what's sad, too? was like, it was so many people who have referenced 16 Candles that I was like, yeah. it has to, it's, I was like, it's probably going to be corny. Like, yeah, super yeah. corny. I no. Was, like, preparing for this corny movie, but and I did not realize I was, it was like, so, so ready for that because I was in the mood. I was like, it's a little rainy out. I've been stuck inside. Yeah. Like, let's Speaking watch Speaking of stupid. a little rainy out, um, did you wake up from the storm this morning? Uh, no, I slept straight through it, but it definitely <laughs> stormed. <laughs> I woke up twice. It was actually the scariest storm I've, like, witnessed in a while. Oh. It was terrifying. I was very tired. And then I woke up and I felt like my body had been hit by a truck. I must have been like really shaken up by the lightning and thunder. <laughs> I think for me it's for me it's allergies. Yeah, it could be allergies. I don't know. It was Ugh. bizarre. And then I had to watch this movie. Yeah. It did not brighten any part of my day. No. No. Okay. Um, so okay. what music was popular? This movie was released May fourth, nineteen eighty four, and Natalie Oh boy. Guess what the movie, the song was. Is it like a Springsteen song? No. Madonna. No. Better. Um. It was Against All Odds, Phil Collins. No. Yes. That's amazing. Wait, which one is Against All Odds? Uh, like the Take a Look at Me Now. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I was that about to sing it. Yes. So that was the most popular song at the time. All right. Are we going to do Where Are They Now about these actors? Sure. I mean, let's see. So we know, I know Molly Ringwald is a a parent in... um, The Kissing Booth? Yes, and Riverdale. Oh, Uh, okay, that's like more realistic. Yeah, and... I don't know what else she's been in. Uh, Jake Ryan. I I don't know who that is. His name is Michael Schaffling. Schaffling? He was in... He seemed familiar. Wild Hearts Can't Be Broken. Mermaids. Longtime Companion. Anything anything good? No. Nothing good. Yeah. John Cusack is the fr- a friend of Ted's in this movie, and he he got pretty famous. We we know him. Uh, Joan Cusack, which we talked about earlier, she's the neck brace girl. And I'm trying to see what else she's been in aside from. Also, like okay, so that's about. another thing. Like, what was her plot line there? Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing. Who was she? Exactly. Who was her friend? Like, who did she know? I don't know. Crazy. I don't know. 
Was um, his name Fred? Do we get it wrong? Who's Fred? Not Ted. Was it Fred? Oh, oh my God! I don't think he had a name in this movie. It just says because I know he's played by Anthony Michael Hall, and his name it says it just says Geek. What? No. Yeah. Is that really him? I, that's. I think that's him, and it just says his name was Geek. Oh boy. <laughs> So I wonder where we got Ted from. Because he was like, I'm Farmer Ted. Oh, Farmer Ted. Okay, what? Again, nothing made sense. So how, why? Yeah, no, it was him because he was in the Breakfast Club. But this guy? This is the guy who played (laughs) Wow, okay. Interesting. I know him from, like, the Blacklist. Interesting, okay. Well, yeah. So he's done the most, I think. Yeah. Yeah. He looks completely different. And then I just don't care about any of the rest of them. I don't care about anyone, so. Yeah. Oh, wait, let me see what Joan Cusack has been in. Yeah, and her name was Geek Girl Number One. What? They didn't even bother <laughs> giving. Oh my gosh. Okay. Girl, oh, she was in Gross Point Blank, which I feel like we need to watch because that takes place in Gross Point. Which, jo- oh, John Cusack's also in that movie. Okay. Um. What else is she in? I don't know. Oh, The Perks of Being a Wallflower? Interesting. Interesting. Toy Story. School of Yeah. High Fidelity. She's been in a lot of movies with her brother. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Alright. Okay. Did we miss a segment? No, I think that that's all. We rated it. It's a point five. <laughs> it's not a five, it's a point five. It's a point five. Oh. Yep. Yeah. This was terrible. Worst one yet. <laughs> worst one yet, guys. And I, uh, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully yeah. it's not the worst episode yet. <laughs> I get it, though. Hey, it's okay if it is. It's okay if it is. And we'll see what happens with the audio when I edit it. We'll see how that goes. <laughs> yeah. It'll be fine. It'll uh, be fine. Thanks for listening, and uh, we'll have another one soon, I think, right? Yes. Yep. The game plan. Yeah. All right. Thanks, all. See ya. Bye.